Does it annoy you when your parents have thousands of photos of you from every awkward phase of your life? Although you might not appreciate them holding on to your middle school dance pictures, photos serve as a visual time capsule to capture key moments in our lives. Over the past 20 years, camera technology has become better and more accessible to people all over the world. For example, reach in your pocket. Whatever device you grab will have some type of camera on it, and you probably use that camera daily to document the events that are happening around you. Would you call yourself a photographer? Maybe, maybe not. But for some people, photography is an extension of their creative self. Our guest today has made a name for himself for the past 12 years in Indianapolis by capturing some of the best photography the city has to offer. This episode of Stay Risky was recorded and brought to you by Engine Room Recording Company. All right. Today, our guest is Tori Hudson. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Not Doing too good. Bad. Hi, Ben. Good. Hey, hi. I'm Bram. This is Ben. Hi, I'm Ben. This is Bram. Oh, yeah. And this is Tori. Yeah, I'm Tori. Welcome, Tori. Tori, can you introduce <laughs> us, please? Sure. We got Bram, Ben. Uh-huh. That, I'm Ben. And I'm Tori. But I'm Bram. Yes, you are. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending <laughs> uh, some time with us today. I, I, I would imagine as a photographer, Saturdays and Sundays are peak days for you, so we appreciate you. They can be. Sunday is always like the rest day. Oh, and then you throw some things in there every oh, once in a while. And then the, you decide the to come back. it open for things like this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like that thing. I'm going to keep that day yeah. open. This day I'm going to just see what happens. To have a stressful drive into Broad Ripple. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah if I stress out about that drive, we have to some talk. <laughs> some, some things to work on. Sure, sure. That's fair. Uh, so we'll start off real quick. Uh, we actually just got to know you. Um, so you uh, were very kind and f- uh, photoed my wedding um, in, uh, just about a month ago. Yes. And uh, we got to talk. We hung out all day. You were awesome. You had amazing shoes on. You were dressed to the nine. You looked better than I did. And it was my wedding. I don't think so. <laughs> but it was great. We had a great conversation. Um, you were awesome, by the way, all day. Hey, so anyone listening to this, if you are looking for a wedding photographer or just a photographer in general, Tori does an amazing job guiding things. Um, the flow of the day was just wonderful. My entire family and Kathy's family were just like, man, your photographer was just awesome. Just a great to work with. So first off, thank you. Yes, you're and, welcome. And uh, it takes two. I always say that. You yeah, know, absolutely. It, the, the party has to be on it as well. It has to be an awesome party. Well, and the best part about this is we were starting this. And I was like, man, we should get Tori in because the whole goal of this is community. A lot of right. what we do at Fortify is community driven. Um, there's a portion of it that's pro bono. And we want to do this to not only highlight you and your art, um, but to hopefully also network you and other, you know, local businesses, entrepreneurs, trailblazers, you know, via this podcast or whatever else we can do. Yeah. I mean, heck, we're in a local studio called the Engine Room Recording Studio uh, that is in Broad Ripple, Indianapolis. And these guys are doing their thing. Um, Brandon and Anthony, who are behind the board today, we appreciate them. And who knows, maybe Tori ends up doing Shout something out to with the them. Boys. Down the right. Yeah. You know, that's the story of my life. It's always. <laughs> connections and i can say that you know i've done not a lot of advertising for my own business yeah you don't need to yeah and it's been word of mouth (laughs) that's usually the best kind because i mean it is nice to you know put stuff out there and have you know try to run some ads and all that but i feel like you do get a lot more quality it's kind of fun being like that uh like you you have to know 
someone that knows you to get in touch with you. It's kind of like a little bit more of an exclusivity to it. It is. And when you do that, you feel like you have a little bit of a relationship with that person. Yeah, absolutely. And you're not just taking any business and then it's hell. Right. You know, if you put something <laughs> out there, which is purposely why I don't put my online booking available yeah. for everyone. Sure. <laughs> you know, you want to filter out consultations yeah. uh, because you may get someone you don't mesh with. And at it that is. point, as a creative, you can't create. Yeah, the way that you want to. And it's, and it's such an important part to get to for anyone listening that is, you know, starting their own business or in their business to get to a point where you get to choose who you work with. Like, I, I can't stress that enough. I've, I've personally have done the business side where I had to take on as much as possible to survive um, or to grow the business um, to get to a point where I could pick and choose um, to rework that and to be in a place where it's like, OK, you know, we want to support as many people as possible, but not everybody meshes. Not everyone has the same alignment or focus right. to be able to pick who you work with is such a special and freeing thing to experience, yeah. as, I think, as a creative or a trailblazer. Yeah, and that's why I always suggest do free work. Yeah. Because when you do free work in the beginning, you can choose who you want to do free work with. He fights me on it, but I... I, <laughs> I deeply disagree. <laughs> Not doing Make free work. Make money every second yeah, of your yeah. life. But, it's, but the funny part is it's worked out, and I yeah, love it because we've had the conversation this year after years of working together, and he's like, all right, I kind of get it. Now. I do get it. it. Again, it's one of those things where you can say it, but you also have to read between the lines and figure it out. It's Absolutely. Not say, I'm giving everything away for free. I may, you know, instead of giving... Um, um, a $1,000 session away for free, I may say, hey, let me photograph you for 30 minutes versus three Absolutely. hours. I would like to yeah. propose a new word. Instead of free, let's call it an investment. Investment. <laughs> investment <laughs> of time. Investment, investment of, time. of <laughs> advertising. Well, like, and, and the cool thing is I'm happy that he's brought the community aspect and the, um, the philanthropy to it because my brain is very much like work, 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 do yeah. this for this and that, which is fine and it does work, but I have seen, like, he's helped me turn a leaf and really realize that it does feel good to have a community thing and have people come in and talk about it. And um, it only helps you. It only helps you if you're showing that you care and you want to uh, be a good community member and have a good space, especially for, you know, a city that may not have as much um, access to like, like a big city like New York City or LA, right. you can find a, a photographer or a videographer walking down the street they probably work at your local places too, but <laughs> right. you know, out here too, it might be a little bit harder in the Midwest finding the creative people or just people that you want to be around. So it's cool doing these investment <laughs> opportunities <laughs> well, to meet people. And, yeah. And, and, and you said the word community that goes back into, um, you know, we can't do everything by ourselves. No. So mm -hmm. you may have the work, work, work mentality and you may have like the creative, like, let's do this. And we just get together. Yeah. And well, and there's the the piece of it that's word of mouth is so important. You know, the, it, you know, we grew up. At least I grew up, and my parents were always trying to back express in 1955. To me <laughs> the, <laughs> Dick, uh, my parents were always trying to express to me like the idea of don't burn a bridge. You know, um, always keep an open door. And these are things that. I didn't really understand right away. I understood as I got older because I burned a bridge or I lost that connection or I didn't use an open mind going into it. Now what I know and what I continue to, you know, educate myself. I want to continue to learn. I want to be curious. Yes. I always push, be curious. Don't give up on that piece yeah. of it because there's so much out there that can still be discovered, that we can learn and we can continue to move forward as a community. But 
in order to do that, I do believe that word of mouth is important. Like anyone that's like, hey, man, do you have, you know, any photographers you recommend? Yeah, I've got Bram who does great photography. I've got Tori. Like who's let's see whose schedule is available. Let's yeah. let's talk about it. You know, let's see what yes. works. Um, and I think that's it's just such a crucial thing, like you said, to have that community piece and to keep it in the forefront of yeah. anything that we're doing. Because you never know what's going to walk through the door. A hundred percent. And it's also being that way with our fellow creators. Mm -hmm. You know, I love handing jobs over to other photographers or whatnot if I'm busy. Even if it's something, you know what, I've done this a million times. Let me give someone else an opportunity. Yeah. Because there's enough out here for everybody. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Real quick before we go further, because I actually want to go a little bit deeper with that if you don't mind. But let's let everyone who's listening right now know where are you from? And tell us a little bit about yourself just so people can get some Yeah, uh, for sure. So I grew up in the little bitty town of Anderson, Indiana. Ooh, if you guys know nice. Anderson. <laughs> um, left right after high school. <laughs> and the reason that I actually left is because I started working at Starbucks during high school. Oh, all right. And everyone that worked at Starbucks, no one worked, was from Anderson. Yeah. And so we had an atlas in the back and they would put pinpoints where they were from. Interesting. So we had Korea. We had, you know, Seattle. That's so cool. Um, we had Pennsylvania. And so it opened me up to a whole different world. And I kind of imagine sometimes, like, what if I never started at Starbucks? Would I still be <laughs> stuck at home? Yeah. But it just caused me to be curious, like yeah. you said earlier. Yeah. And that's when I started to venture out. And so, you know, I went to college, IUPUI, for a couple of years. Yeah. And I ended up landing a corporate job at Starbucks Okay, at the time. Worked for Starbucks for about 10 years. Did you get to travel around then during that time? Um, I did a little bit. Okay. I did okay. some. Um. But then I was like, you know what? It's time. It's time to do this photography thing like full time. Yeah. You know, and I All picked in. that up during that whole sequence of events and I was not ready. <laughs> I was yeah. not ready for it. Yeah. And I, had, I feel like you never can be. You can't know. And I had blown through my savings like, you yeah. know, within that like six months. And uh, there was an owner of a very successful hair salon okay. who reached out beforehand. And I was like, you know, I have this corporate job at Starbucks. I have benefits. No, thank you. And so she said, hey, I heard you're not at Starbucks anymore. You should come work for me. I was like, all right, let's talk. And okay. so I did it. And it was probably the best decision I've ever made. Um, As a stylist or? No. So I was just hired to manage, you know, take the skills that I was doing from Starbucks and bring them into like this small business. How did that connection start? I mean, we're talking community. We're talking, you know, never close a door. Yeah. Where, where so, did that I mean, yeah, how did that actually, happen? Were you their barista? Uh, Is that <laughs> I was not actually. Uh, <laughs> Date at one of their stylists. Oh, well, there <laughs> you go. Yeah. yeah. And so it was Intro. one of those things where I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't know if I want to like work here at the same time, you know, dating this person. That could be, yeah, that could right. be interesting. Yeah. And so later on, I was like, you know what? This may be a great opportunity. And they're big into the music industry. Yeah. Um, so it introduced me to, you know, concert photography. Absolutely. And then yeah. I had models and, you know, hair artists and makeup artists at hand. I would just bring my camera to work and just take photos. Yeah. And so over time, all of the clients like are on my website or the stylist are on my website. And so I can go through and tell you like each story about this person. I was like, oh, we took that on the fly or this was not a planned photo shoot. Yeah. And so it allowed me to cultivate um, the art side of things yeah. as well. Like being on the fly instead of saying, hey, let's schedule like this three hour shoot today and let's do this. A lot of my photography is not, I don't want to say on purpose, sure. but it's not fully planned. So, okay. So this portfolio really just kind of organically came together, yes. which is in my head super fucking cool. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So and I've and I of course I'm a fan, um, as mentioned earlier, but like I actually have gone through and I've looked, you know, on like your Instagram and all this stuff. And like I love that you do everything from like food shots and that you're a big food guy at which we should definitely talk about yeah, yeah. um i've seen great photos of just you know coffee um you know um the barista side of the design and all that stuff um but it's just great to see such a diverse 
portfolio that you have. And I and I think that's one of the things that I really drew me to your art was yeah. that, man, this guy sees it from all different perspectives. Well, it's easy to get stuck in one situation. Often I'll get asked the question, oh, well, what kind of photographer are you? And for a long time, I thought that I had to say that I was a certain kind of photographer. And so now it's like, ask me what I don't take pictures of. Yeah. Um, but my what I narrowed it down to is people art food. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. people. Yeah. I love meeting new people. I love, you know, taking photos of people and they can see themselves right. in a way that they probably didn't see themselves before. Sure. Um, I love the art aspect of yeah. it because there are no rules when it comes to art. And then the food thing because who doesn't, who doesn't love food? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> um, do you enjoy uh, trying new photography styles that you are not comfortable with? Do you like throwing yourself in the deep end? I do. I do 100%. And I do that because I try to compare myself so many times to other people or like, how do I get my photos to look like this? Um, but now it's like, oh, I like that lighting style. Yeah. How do I do this? Yeah. And I got worried about mimicking other people's work. Sure. And what I realized is as a creative, sometimes we have to do that in order to find ourselves or yeah. our own so you can grow Style your brand there. too. I mean, yeah, because I've been asked to do everything from weddings to uh, like engagement shoots to concerts to like, and yeah. I'm in a metal band. Like there's a lot of different things, but it always excites me to try to do something. I mean, it scares me probably like up until the very last second before yes. I do it. You're like, I'm about to I say it's, it <laughs> cultures you. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Like yeah. you get cultured doing those things. Um, I mean, I come from a place where you go to work, you do the nine to five. That's it. Like, you know, you don't yeah. break things up or you don't. Like, I didn't tell my parents that I quit my job when I left the salon sure. to do um, photography full time. So I worked for the salon for about seven years. OK. Um, but and so during pandemic, things got weird. We were closed for 52 days. I had already for been you, trying. For you, got weird. <laughs> right? I was fine. It was the best time of my life. <laughs> oh, I mean, when I say weird, it was weird for everybody. But I loved it. I loved it. Ten hours a day, every day on my couch watching Friends. <laughs> yep. It was the best. Bring <laughs> it back. That's what happened that first two weeks. I'm like, this is like vacation. I haven't we used like, to, really done this in a long time. We used to just meet up at this lake. Corporate lake. And we would literally <laughs> we hang out in our cars aside from each other. In a corporate park. <laughs> just, people were walking, yeah. and we would just sit out side and drink oh, we just talk it. about how we're going to rule the world yeah. in 10 years and we years. didn't live Wasn't it a far weird time? Like, like we were literally two minutes like he lived across the lake and i lived on the other side for this period of time so we would sit there and we'd have our trulies and we were two minutes a week <laughs> so we could just you know mosey on back and the best thing great. is we were we were filming a show that we wanted to make while i think we were both simultaneously financially stressed out and on the show we like purposely had tension on the show as a joke <laughs> yeah and most of it was actually like real tension <laughs> real life tension that's being projected onto each other yeah. so i think it actually translated very well because you can like if i watch that back i can tell like i was not in a good mental place <laughs> but i got it on camera which is like yeah this is and I had just given up. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There was a lot of that. But it was that whole two weeks. So I was like, oh, we're going to be close for two weeks. This will yeah. be great. And then two Turn weeks, two 52 years. days. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting. Um, you know, there's these different viewpoints of like, you know, steal this, you know, study other people's art, you know, yeah. like pay attention to what's around you because that's a great way to develop your own style yeah. and your voice, whatever, whatever medium that's through. Right. And it's interesting to me because like 
people you know you don't want to actually take something and claim it as your as your own you want to practice things and learn from them so that you can make your own and i think there's a very fine line between the two but i like the way that you're talking about it because you're willing to try new stuff and you're you're seeing things and you're like ooh, i wonder how that happens yeah i remember the first time um I got asked to shoot concerts. So the first time it was for the Dirty Heads. I don't know if you're familiar with the Dirty oh, Heads yeah, at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the salon I worked for, the one of the owners, um, he manages the Dirty Heads. And it's so like, oh, this is easy. I know you guys. Yeah. Like, this is fun. Yeah. Well, uh, someone from the radio station had reached out and they're like, hey, we have this position open. Um, you want to shoot some events for us, but it doesn't pay anything. We'll just get you tickets to events. And I'm like, well, I'm okay. And she's like, well, what about concerts? Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's talk about this. Sure, sure. So um, at the time, the marketing person just handed me a list and said, pick the shows that you want to do. <laughs> In my brain, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I don't have to commit to doing all of these. Yeah. I can just pick the ones that I want to do. And I was like, yeah. all right. So, you know, I picked them and um, and we're showing up. And I'm like, I'm just using a 50 millimeter you know, yeah. the one and done. Yeah, the one and done. Like You're down there in the pit. I'm using a, um, at the time, I don't think I was using, yeah, I was using a crop camera at the time. I was using right. a D90 nice. in the beginning. And so, you know, you have these people with giant cameras and giant lenses. Yeah. And there's a little bit of intimidation, you well, know. And for those of you who are listening that don't know, when you're a photographer at a concert, there's this little gap between the stage and the crowd behind you, which can be a very uncomfortable and unique situation <laughs> all at the same Depending time. Depending on the show, you might catch an and elbow then you're or not Oh, the, yeah. You're not the only photographer, especially nope. at a national show. There's like 50 of you because yeah. there's local newspapers. There's, you know, whatever. Right. And then, of course, the band has their own photographer. So you guys are literally like playing Tetris while trying to capture good photography. And now you're doing and it you with a one-and-done camera, which yeah. is amazing. <laughs> you only have three songs. Yeah. so you. Oh, yeah, that's right. You get three. Yeah, yeah you get yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, two yeah. to three songs, yeah. depending on. God and forbid so, that artist is having an off night for the first three songs. Right. <laughs> or your battery fails, the camera fails, yeah. you drop your camera. You don't lens, know what the lighting setup's going to yeah. be. Lights are moving around. Your lens around. is dirty. Or you get some asshole at the show that's like, you know, grabbing your shoulder, yep. asking you to move because yep. they can't see. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. man, I'm trying to film this on my phone. <laughs> Can you get out of the way? <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, I'm going to use it to my advantage, see how things work because I love production. Yeah. Like, if I can just get in, see how it works, I'm happy. Yeah. Then I can take that and apply it somewhere else. I like the idea of finding photography from shows that you've shot, but it's like a fan's point of view and all they see is your bun. Because <laughs> for those of you who can't, obviously you can't see, but Tori has like kind of the bun going on in the back. Pictures so it's of like, Tori as Tori's taking pictures. So it's, like, right. it's just, but it's it's just the top of the bun. Yeah. <laughs> there's a funny, there's actually a photo and it was on, I think it was like like Newsweek or something, but it was highlighting Indianapolis yeah. having the largest outdoor theater at Ruoff. And it's a picture of me taking a picture of Dave Matthews. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> and people kept sending it to me. Yeah. They're like, is this you? I'm like, yes, that's me. Yeah. I always <laughs> like the picture of somebody taking a picture. It's always, I don't know. It's, it's silly, but I always so enjoy that. So <laughs> it can be awkward. And mm-hmm. I'll get into that a little bit about sure. keeping you know, no, photography agree. organic and how to capture those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, often I'll get asked to shoot like influencers. Okay. It's not my favorite thing to do. Why? Uh, because often it's pushed and forced. Sure. Yes. And, you know, I had someone once and they're like, oh, get a picture of me with my mug. <laughs> and in my brain, I'm like, earlier, you don't you said you don't drink coffee. Yeah. And you're like, hey, like I'm enjoying coffee. Like the title was like enjoying co- morning coffee or something. Sure, sure. And I'm like, but you said you don't like yeah. coffee. Yeah, this and if is you just said like tea or like hot yeah. chocolate or something, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and so I start going more and more into like the situation with this person. Uh-huh. 
And it's like, okay, now get me over here doing this. Yeah. And it was just so uncomfortable yeah. and forced. Tori's like, and you're a fraud. <laughs> basically. <laughs> and so I, those are the things I've learned to say no to. Right. You know, like if it's going to compromise my own brand or if I can't relax and create organically like I do, why am I doing this? I love the idea of you being like, I thought you said you hated coffee. And they're like, it's whiskey. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Let's put that in there then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's there's nothing in the cup. Like, sure. <laughs> so, sure, they're just faking it. Yeah, it's yeah, like just sucks. so, um, and again, you know, I can talk about that all day. And so I've actually reconstructed my own business to where, you know, because again, we have to make money and to yeah. content building. Yeah. I love storytelling. Yeah. So instead of saying like, all right, we're going to set you up for a shoot. Hey. Let me come hang out with you yeah. for four to five hours. Get Absolutely. I'm not interrupting your life. Yeah. You're not stopping what you're doing. And it's not awkward. That's you're gonna awesome. have some things you're not gonna like in there, yeah, but it's that. also gonna be you. Well, and we have an uh, a side of uh, what we do at Fortify Creations that um, there is a vetting process. And we do it honestly, respectfully, because we don't want to waste our time. Like Boy, we want to talk survive. to the the possible um, clients or, um, you know, the working relationship side of it. And we, you know, there's one side where I'll actually require a one hour phone conversation, not yeah. because I want to, you know, waste their time, but I want to get to know them. Right. I want to ask the questions of why do you, you know, why us, you know, why this journey, you know, why this project and allows me to honestly get an understanding of who they are, what they're looking for, and to make sure that we would be able to do right by them. Right. Like some people take offense to it. They're like, well, why wouldn't you just want my money? It's not about that anymore. Yeah. Like it, that's <laughs> not fair to you. And I wouldn't want you to waste your money if right. I didn't feel like I, I could sleep help at night. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could sleep. I have three kids. That's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but we go back to the the community aspect right. and not burning bridges and stuff. And that's it's a huge learning curve for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I think that being able to have that conversation openly and make sure that they were doing right by them is so important. And yeah. I'm a big fan of sleep on it. Hey, this was great. I'm actually I'm interested. I'd like to move forward. Yeah. Let's both sleep on it. Let's touch base next week. Yeah. Shoot me an email and we'll go from there. And you're yeah. really kind of putting the ball in their court to make sure they really want right. to do this. No big decision know? can be yeah. made immediately. You should always take a little time on it. Well, I'm going to argue with that. Ooh, just with, a little bit. Before we be do that, let's take a break real quick. <laughs> we'll come back with our good friend Tori Hudson in just a moment. This episode's Trailblazer shout-out goes to Serve Noblesville. Serve Noblesville is an asset-based community development organization providing invaluable services to Noblesville, Indiana since 2012. Neighbors come together with a shared goal of making a difference while the projects help improve the livability of the town. They host a number of events throughout the year like Serve Week, a week dedicated to helping the community with things like mulching, meal packing, and tree trimming, Fun Fest, a community festival with food, music, and community activities to help promote diversity, inclusion, and unity, and Come Together, a grassroots community movement to encourage connection with neighbors through a variety of ways designed to inspire belonging and respect for one another. If you'd like to donate, become a member, or learn more about this great organization, head over to servenoblesville.com to learn more. And we're back with Stay Risky with Tori Hudson. We were about to talk about something juicy. Ooh. Shall we let him? We just talked about um, sleeping on things. <laughs> Mattresses, couches, floors. <laughs> no, we were talking about uh, no major decision should be made immediately. But Tori has another perspective. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what you think about doing something and why right, as you, right as you feel. <laughs> yeah. Tell us and tell us why you're wrong. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say you are wrong because no, I, don't. I, too, like to calculate things before I make big decisions, right? But sometimes you know 
when something's right and you just go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I may have shared this story with you before, but I'm going to share it again. Yeah, please do. Because people who are listening may have never heard this story. Yeah, it's it's probably... My mom and Ben's mom are (laughs) waiting on the edge of their seats. (laughs) Well, when I tell this story, it... It's it's I still get excited and yeah. I can't believe it sometimes. Um, but it's probably the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me and the mm-hmm. weirdest and craziest thing. Uh, so one night I go to a bar. I had didn't I wasn't drinking for about three months, just taking like a little high hit. Sure, so sure. not. So I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna take a break from drinking. Yeah. One of my good friends had a birthday. I was like, hey, let's go grab a drink for your birthday. You know, I'm gonna have a drink. You have a drink. Yeah. And so we go to Three Up. Okay. And I believe it's my second time going. Well, the bar was closing. Was leaving. Another person like is like, hey, Tori, I haven't seen you forever. Come back and have a drink. I'm like, they're closing, dude. He's like, no, I know the person. Come in, have a drink. So I have a drink. And so then he's like, you know, talking to everyone. Well, there's um, a bridal shower happening, a bridal party. And so they get word that I'm a photographer. And he introduces me. And she's like, here, I heard you're a photographer. And she's like, so um, can I see your work? I was like, sure. So I pull up my website. And then she's like, so what's your sign? I was like, I'm an Aquarius. And she's like, okay. And I was like, all right, what's happening here? Yes. <laughs> and she's like, so you want to come shoot my wedding tomorrow? And in my brain, I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah. Do you not have a photographer? She's like, I do, but my wedding planner hired her, and I just want to come back up. Smart. And so I was like, all right. She's like, what do you charge? I'm like, you're here. Just, I'm like, well, this is a weird question to ask me, like, at a bar, sure, like, with yeah. no consultation. Right. I've had a few drinks. Everything. I'm new to and this. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, let me just, like, let me, give me a second. Let me calculate this and think about this for a second. <laughs> so I told her, and she's like, cool. She's like, Here's like my assistant. Talk to her. She'll get you the address or whatnot. And so the next morning I wake up and in my brain, I'm like, oh, fuck. I was going to like clean the house. I was going to do laundry. I was going to have the day off, like just doing stuff. I was like, you know what? Why not make some money? It's not a crazy long day. So I go to the house. Crazy, huge house. Amazing. Um, Everyone was cool. But first I called them and I was like, hey, do you guys like really want me to come? Or are you guys just like drinking and talking? And <laughs> right, like, no, right. show up. And okay. so I go, and I've never, like, done this on the fly before, <laughs> where I don't know anybody. I know nothing about you. I don't know your angles. Right. I don't know your wedding colors. I don't know anything about the yeah. situation. Game on. <laughs> and so I go. I shoot the wedding. It's a blast. Everyone's cool. And as I'm packing up, um, she asks, why don't you just go on our honeymoon with us? And I'm like, wait, what? Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, when do you leave? Because I heard her talking about this honeymoon. And she's like, uh, tomorrow at 9 o'clock, can you do it? And Interesting. I'm like, um, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> and she's like, cool. She's like, well, talk to my assistant. You know, she talked about numbers or whatnot. And she asked me, she goes, how much are you going to charge? Your room would be paid for, your um, food, beverages, travel, everything. So I said, oh, okay. Um, so she came back and she's like, all right, let's go ahead and go home. And then we're going to call you and get you booked. So they call me and they book me a ticket at 2 o'clock in the morning wow. to Madrid. I'm not. <laughs> right after okay all right yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> so all this is like happening this and so wear something comfortable yeah. we're at the i meet them at the airport and i yeah. was like so what's the plan and they're like oh we're just gonna go and just hang out book as we as we please okay so we would go place Must be nice stay for two days yeah. book somewhere else stay for another like two or three days and so we spend almost a month like traveling through europe no way <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah a month so yeah so it was one of those things where i didn't know these people i just met them on a friday night that's the best story Shot their wedding on Saturday. Well, good thing you came then... back because that sounds like a uh, true crime. <laughs> right. You know, you think about those Waiting things. Waiting to happen. Yeah. 
And then you're like, all right, you had some people check uh, out. Just, you just step a little legit. closer to the cliff. I really want you to get a good shot. Just put your toes over the edge. <laughs> right. So, you know, there were situations where we met a German couple and like we're on the, you know, in Greece, like on a boat with them in the middle of the ocean. And I think to myself, I could just be murdered right here. Yeah. Or they and, give you something to bring back with you. Or they're like, don't open it until you get home. But, yeah, right. Here's a gift. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, but what that taught me was we, we have a great partnership. And so it, you know, like I said, it pivoted my perception on how to do my business. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I believe there's other people out here who will hire personal photographers to travel with them and do that. Because they saw these beautiful places and travel for a month to Europe. They didn't have to take selfies. And they have quality photos and quality yeah. memories to come back with them. Well, and I think that's also something that comes with age is um, everything that is worth doing usually costs something. But if you invest in it and you pay it, like, you'll be happy with the results. Like, right. you don't have to worry. Like you said, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You don't have to think about, oh, we need to get this picture. You just can enjoy your time and you have someone there yeah. uh, hanging out. And we're here for so long, we're going to get some good stuff. Not yeah. everything has to be a picture-perfect moment. And are you still in contact with these yes people? we actually just got back from san antonio two days ago love it that's <laughs> so cool so yeah they uh got pregnant in europe i did not take photos of that i was like were you part of that <laughs> i was not part of that <laughs> which, um, which part of the pregnancy <laughs> are you referring to <laughs> <laughs> they just had the baby uh this summer she's adorable yeah um and so i've traveled with them during some conventions so that's the other thing is that's so cool you know because they are so business oriented and they're great people they're big on, you know, taking care of their company and going to seminars and conferences. And so I get to go and not only am I taking photos, but I'm getting, you know, the exposure and educated education um, as well. And, you know, they're paying me. I have a question. First off, um, do you do video? I don't. You don't? I dabble. I play around with it. But so you you were doing those photos and you're in, you're a lot of times you're in intimate settings. Like yeah. You're in you know private family moments. What is your you, do you watch reality TV? Mm, kind of. Yeah. What is your opinion on when there's like a really like intimate moment like like a lot of reality TV like dating shows when people are like in a bedroom and like there's like three cameras no. while they're like in the bed. What's your opinion on that? Because it's always is... made me feel like the guy that's doing that or the person that's doing that has to be like uh, I got to go take a shower. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um I have had my play in reality TV before. Yeah. And knowing how that works, I'm like, there's no way that I would do this again. <laughs> and for those that for those, uh, that don't know, what what was your stint in reality TV? Uh, so I was on the show Easy Bake Battle on episode eight. And again, these things have come from photography right. or just organically happening and saying like, yes. But I actually said no the first time because I thought it was spam. Uh, and yeah, I was like, well, can I mean, you that, please leave me alone? That yeah. sounds and spammy. One of my friends, I was uh, we were in D.C. on a project, and she goes, we do a lot of um, casting stuff, and I think that sounds legit. Yeah. And so they wouldn't tell me, because they wouldn't tell me the name of the show. They sure. wouldn't tell me anything, what network it was on. It's on, And it's on Netflix. It's right? on Netflix, yeah. yeah. Netflix, yeah. So you mentioned to me, because we talked about this briefly, like, they actually had, like, didn't they have, like, therapists? Oh, yeah. People after Again. the, which I thought was, like, very interesting. It makes sense. Right. Oh, yeah, you got the extreme high and the extreme low. Right, on TV. yeah. And, again, you t you're talking to producers for almost twice three times a week for three months up until everything's happening for mm -hmm. one day and for one day and so you go and i mean we're out there for seven days but they're your pawns they're moving you around and for me i love cooking because it's relaxing absolutely i can take photos of it and yeah. that's during the pandemic it was yeah. the only thing i'd take pictures of and yeah. and now, um, now you have trauma and with the show <laughs> they're like all right you have 30 seconds yeah. or, to make twenty five thousand appetizers go 
And so it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? You're stripping everything I love away from it. And this is why you see so many people who are in TV, you know, suffer from depression or they, yeah. they're searching for that high again. Yeah. And it is a high. And it is really cool because people are like, oh, my God, you're doing this show. You're doing this show. I'm like, yeah. hey, it's neat. But there's also way other yeah, cool things a that are happening. Yeah. How uh, how do you deal with creative burnout? Because it happens. I mean, it happens to us oh, all the time. Yeah. Um, I guess what's your process of? <laughs> I'm currently going through it. Yeah, um, <laughs> right now. <laughs> Honestly, being honest, being a hundred percent honest. Yeah, like I agree. you know, when you have things happening in life, you're trying to create, and the people that I surround myself with, it's not for everyone to know. Like walking into a conversation. Yeah. But the people who are close to you, I'm just like, hey, I got this going on right now, so. Uh, just be patient with me. Or if someone's like, hey, can we do this today? I'm like, I'm taking a mental health day. Yeah. And I've learned like being that honest, I don't have the thing of like, oh, I have to come up with an excuse yeah. or I have to lie and now I can't post anything on social media or now I can't do this thing because sure, I feel guilty. Sure. So. Well, and I think it goes both ways. And I and I have to call you out on this because I, I think it's a huge um, – it's a huge part of who you are, um, respectfully and whatnot. But like you've been very patient um, on my end of things because yeah. we had some delays and we were gone, and you know it was just a whole thing. I didn't realize like when you get married, you have to get a bank account with everyone's names on it because people write you checks with right. everyone's. You know, it's just <laughs> all this stuff. And you did. You were very patient and understanding. And and to me, like that's another reason that I would consistently tell people like you got to work with Tori. It's great, not because I want that to happen, with right? Them, but you know, the... you are a stand-up individual and you understand that life happens. Yes. And there's there's a lot of people out there who don't. They don't right. care, and it is what it is for them, and it's unfortunate. You know? Which is the other reason you don't do work solely for money. Correct. Because if you're doing it only for the money, yep. you're not living in that exactly. moment appreciating what you're creating. Right. And now you're putting pressure on everyone else and, and things like that. Right. And so um, I've chased a dollar. Like, you know, I've, I've had to. And, you know, even with a salary job, I was living paycheck to yep. paycheck. And yep. so – when I had left, I was like, wow, like I'm not living paycheck to paycheck before. I may have to like dial back some of my means. Yeah. But how can I creatively still do the things that I love to do? Well, and it changes your approach. Yes. Some of the best best work you will do is when you have created freedom for yourself to do what you want to do. Right. And when it is based off a dollar, unfortunately, it does change your approach, whether you want it to or not. It doesn't mean you're not talented. It doesn't mean right. it won't be a good product. Yeah. But it is always going to be different than doing it because you are passionate about it. Yeah. There are certain projects that I'm not a fan of doing. And so what I'll do is I'll price myself out. And if someone's willing to pay that. <laughs> he does that. I do it all the time. <laughs> he I does do, it all the time. It's the best. It's the best feeling because it's like, you know it. what? I'd rather it's... be pissed off yeah. and making great money. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty pleasures. <laughs> Eating Reese's cups in the morning. Pricing out people. <laughs> Literally did that the other day. It is hilarious. No, <laughs> yes. I, I tell people, but I, like a lot of times I try to do it out of respect. Like sometimes someone will be like, hey, I want to do this video project. Uh, here's the footage that I have. Maybe not the most ideal footage. And I was, I've, I've literally had the conversation of, hey, I don't think this is going to come out the way you want it to. Yeah. But if you would like me to do it, it's going to cost us much. But I will tell you right now, it is not going to happen the way you want to. Yeah. Do you still want to do this? And if they say yes, that's their problem. Yep. Um, we do have to wrap up shortly, and then, yeah. and Tori, like this has been amazing having oh, you. Man, we Honestly, could have we'd love five to, more hours. <laughs> no, totally, we would yeah. love to continue we'll, to work we'll with you. Uh, we'd love to get, even have you back on the show, maybe uh, later on, and hear where how things are going. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun. But one of my favorite moments I wanted to chat on this real quick, and Bram will be uh, great to take over, is when you get 
uh, these spammy, fishy um, emails Ooh. to like do a project. And it's like, well, we're in a hurry. And, um, you know, I, I need to have my assistant pay you. And it's like I'm something's blind. fishy. My wife is deaf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need you to pay the, photo- yeah. the, the florist three grand. But then I will credit that back to your account. And then if you then wire transfer, <laughs> I will pay you three weeks later. Yeah, yeah. But one of my favorites of all time was via Instagram. I think you got a, a direct message. And it was, they're like, oh, my son loves your music. And Bram's in a deaf metal band. So immediately we know this is bullshit. They're like, can you write him a song? I said, it'll be $5,000. And they say, oh, can we get a deal? I said, yes, it'll be $6,000. And every time they ask me about it, and they're like, cool, here's where we're going to send the check. I said, you can pay my invoice or I'm not doing it. Yep. Like, but but my son, I'm like, your son is fake. <laughs> I got one. I was like, this seems legit. Yeah. And it was like, here's the drive with the music I want to use. Can you make a slideshow of these pictures for my daughter's birthday? Yeah. I'm like, this is not real. No. No, no, it's no. all BS. Yeah. Uh, well, we had one not too long ago, and I was like, yeah, that seems fishy. And, the, you know, the English started getting a little yeah. weird. And so he's like, I'm just going to outprice him, like like you were talking about. Yeah. So that's what made me think about that. He's like, he's like, all right, it'll be X amount. Which sucks because there are people who will reach out and ask those weird questions yeah, that way. That's true. And it's like, I now have to figure out if you're fake yeah. or if you're real. Yeah. <laughs> but better it to be hilar- on the safe side. Yeah, it is hilarious if someone is real and you're calling them out for being fake and they call you, you're like, well, you need to change how you speak. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, hey, Tori, it's been amazing. We yes, love thank we you. love uh, having you here, and it's just the beginning of this relationship. I'm very excited to see where yes. this goes. Um, for everyone listening, though, please uh, tell everyone where they can see your your art. You know your platforms that you use. I know that um, as far as working with you, they would just need to reach out. Yeah. Uh, best way to do uh, that website. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like to tell people through social media. But sometimes sure. messages get mixed up and yeah. just so you don't get missed because I don't check those. I actually turn all my notifications off of my phone Smart. often. Yeah. And I have the ringer on just so people call. For if you want to make a business decision, you have to do it through email. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, because that is what businesses use. Business tip. Use email. And yep. It's time stamped. So it is. You keep and record of it. I do not have my voicemail set up either for that same reason. Smart. Smart. Okay, oh, so give me set the... it up. It'd be hilarious. You're getting people at like 3 a.m. I saw your picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happened once and they ended up yeah. <laughs> <traveling> <laughs> Maybe like... you should start a voicemail. <laughs> Maybe I should. So um, let's tell people the, the URL, where they can find you, yeah, anything so you want to promote. Sure. So my yeah. website is Tori, T-O-R-R-I-E-H.com. Uh, and my Instagram is Tori Hudson, T-O-R-R-I-E, Hudson like the river. Okay. And uh, we'll have all this in the liner notes also. So um, that way people can find it through the podcast as Great. well. So. Thank you guys. This yeah, has thank been you. amazing. Thank you so much for being here, man. Yeah. Engine Room Recording Company. Located in Broderpool Village, just north of downtown Indianapolis, specializes in making your projects go. Podcasters, bands, audiobookers, rappers, singers, songwriters, and everyone in between. The Engine Room Recording Company has the experience, the engineers, the equipment, and the environment to fuel your projects. For more information on their services, creatives they've worked beside, and gear they use, visit them today at EngineRoomRecordingCompany.com and be sure to follow them on Instagram at Engine Room Recording Co.